0: Hello, good afternoon and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. Hello, good afternoon and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by AMS. Media Limited, as you can see, I'm in different surroundings uh, this afternoon and I'm not in the studio because we're having some connectivity issues uh, waiting for an engineer to visit um, to come and sort that out, which has been an absolute nightmare because... When you've got everything set up and in its place and then you're being forced to move around um, it's not ideal but fortunately with technology these days we can do it um, so it's not the end of the world and it will not disrupt the content that we bring you over the next few days thankfully Um, i may not have the fancy backgrounds and the fancy microphones and all of that stuff but we will continue to keep you updated on the latest arsenal news and of course uh, look ahead uh, to fixtures review fixtures etc etc so fingers crossed that problem will be resolved in the next couple of days. Um, don't normally go live uh, early on in the day when it's a match day. Um, of course, all the focus is on, on Arsenal versus Norwich City, uh, which takes place this evening at the Emirates Stadium. The Gunners returning home for the first time since the lockdown. But there are three uh, bits of news that are coming out of the club Uh Today, which I felt were worthy of a discussion, so I'm going to just do a quick little stream uh, touching on those things. Uh, I'll be sharing my thoughts, and I'll be interested to hear you guys' as well in the comments section. Uh, too. right, let's um, let's start off uh, first of all, actually, by saying good afternoon to everyone who's in the live chat at the moment. To Omar, uh, to the intellectual investor, to Shane. Um, and uh, to everybody else who's watching us live or listening back on the audio later on, get your questions in the chat. By the way, from now and I'll come to those uh, before we wrap up the stream. Right, let's start off by talking about the William Saliba uh, situation. Of course, William Saliba, um, it has qualified to play in the French Cup final with uh, with Saint-Etienne. They take on Paris Saint-Germain. I believe it's due to take place around the 24th of July. I, I might be making that up off the top of my head, but it's definitely around that date. And Arsenal were pretty happy for William Saliba to take part in that final, despite the risk of him being injured. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, from the 1st of July today, he's an Arsenal player. So you can understand why the club have got some... Um, interest in 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 this situation. But Mikel Arteta made it very clear in his press conference ahead of the Norwich game that the player should stay there and that the player should uh, take part in that final. He's earned the right to be there, etc., um, etc. Et so there's no issue from Arsenal's end in regards to him taking part. However, um, it's understood that in the contract... Uh, that was agreed between Arsenal and St Etienne. If William Saliba made 17 starts, uh, the Gunners would need to pay an additional €2.5 million fee. And understandably, given that he's technically an Arsenal player as of today, Arsenal don't want to pay that fee. Arsenal are happy to let him play, but they want Saint-Étienne to waive the fee and, which a lot of people are not reporting, they want them to follow a training plan that the Arsenal medical experts have put together in order to ensure that William Saliba is fit and ready to feature for Arsenal at the start of the new season, understandably so. Again, because we're allowing a player who's essentially ours to play for another club um, despite his contract there having ended technically. Um, I guess in, in good out of goodwill and, and because the players earned the right to play in that final and he's, he deserves it. And why would you want to deny your player of that? But it seems that St Etienne are not playing ball. And um, I'm going to share with you guys a statement that Arsenal released this morning. Uh, St Etienne put one out first. Um, I didn't completely understand it because, of course, it was in French. I tried to use the translate feature, but as you know, um, those translations are never entirely accurate. So I'm going to take you through Arsenal's statement in regards uh, to the future of William Saliba. they've said further to the news that Saliba will not be extending his loan at Saint-Etienne. We have the following statement. Throughout our discussions with Saint-Etienne, our aim has been to protect the welfare of William Saliba as well as the interests of Arsenal Football Club, whilst honouring the terms of the loan. Despite the loan ending on June 30th, we were willing to find a way for William to play in the French Cup final on July 24th, despite having no contractual obligation to do so. As William is returning from injury, we ask that Saint-Etienne follow a clear training plan in close collaboration with us to ensure he is fully fit for the start of next season. To our surprise, we were unable to reach an agreement to this plan, which was proposed by our medical experts, and we are simply not prepared to risk the welfare of an Arsenal player. Whilst it was not our primary concern and ultimately not relevant as our training plan was not accepted, we also expected not to be financially disadvantaged by extending this loan. This was not acceptable to St Etienne. We know this is a disappointment for William, but he understands we are working to protect his long term interests and those of Arsenal. So look, understandably so, William Saliba is going to be disappointed that he can't play um, in the cup final. But why on earth should Arsenal fork out money? Um, to saint etienne's benefit you could argue that we've been a little bit fortunate in that had the french season not been suspended not been curtailed and had it resumed he would have made those 17 appearances anyway and we'd have, been have to, had we would have had sorry to pay that fee but arsenal are not in a financial position at the moment to be dishing out money that we don't need to um it's nice to see arsenal be ruthless it's nice to see arsenal looking um out for their own interests as well uh, and making sure that William Saliba does recover from the injury he's, you know, had to deal with properly, and that shows responsibility. They've obviously made a heavy investment on this player. I think it was around about twenty-seven million pounds um, that the deal was said to be worth, and so understandably they want to make sure that he is fit when he returns to Arsenal, and so. You know, there's a there's a balance to be found here. Look, uh, from in an ideal world, you don't want to upset William Saliba. You don't want to deny a young footballer the opportunity to gain experience, uh, gain the experience of playing in a cup final. But Arsenal need to put themselves first here, and they, and they and they absolutely have. And I'm glad to see that. Let me know what you think in the comments section below. I've seen some people saying that um, perhaps Arsenal are out of order to stop him. Um, playing in the competition but ultimately why should we pay for the risk of our player getting injured it doesn't make sense to me and i, I don't really care um I, I don't really care about saint etienne um you know they're a wonderful football club with a great history in the french game etc great support but I'm an Arsenal fan at the end of the day and my priority is Arsenal and I want to see Arsenal do the right thing for themselves and I believe they are doing so in this situation. Let me know in the comment section what you guys think as well and I'll come to some of those uh, in just a couple of moments. Uh, In other news, it's been reported by David Ornstein that uh, Arsenal are putting the final touches on a contract extension for Bukayo Saka, which is great news. Arsenal have been very confident of getting this deal over the line and the noises we've been hearing coming out of the club suggested that was always going to be the case and there was never any doubt. Um, I think the fact that Mikel Arteta has included him so much and made it clear that he is a a real part of his future plans, has probably helped things along in terms of the player feeling loved, feeling wanted and feeling as though this is the right place for him. Um, I, I spoke about it with Lee Judges on on the preview show yesterday, we were talking about the fact that maybe, um, you know, he might not get as much game time as some of the bigger teams at the moment. And therefore um, that could have played a a major part in his decision to stay here. But at the end of the day, it's great news for Arsenal. It's great news for Bukayo Saka. And he's a player that, Um, I'm really looking forward to watching develop even further. You know, he's already at a very, very good level, uh, very versatile as well, Um, able to play at left back, able to play on the left flank. He's done pretty uh, good in the number 10 role as well. So there's plenty to come from this player and and he is one that very much represents the future of this football club. So to see him... um, Edging closer towards signing that contract is, of course, positive news. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Um, So fingers crossed we'll get an announcement this week. Um, Ornstein says that one is expected this week. I wouldn't count my chickens just yet because it's Arsenal and anything can happen, but it's positive. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear something, if not this week, in the coming uh, couple of weeks. And uh, we can all celebrate the extension of uh, Bukayo Saka's contract. Elsewhere, David Orstein has also reported that Arsenal are intensifying their pursuit of of Thomas Partey. Uh, The report suggests that Arsenal um, are fully aware of of his release clause, which I think is around about 50 million euros, but um, there is a confidence uh, amongst the Arsenal hierarchy that they can negotiate a lower fee for the player. Um, I've been sceptical about these Thomas Partey links because I, I... have worried about whether Arsenal would be able to afford it, whether Arsenal would be willing to make that sort of investment, you know, given the financial situation the club finds itself in and the fact that COVID-19 has come along and made that even worse um, and, you know, we're not going to make Champions League football. So, you know, that's another thing to take into consideration. I wondered, I just wondered if Arsenal uh, would go all out in the transfer market and try and do deals such as these. But, you know, we need uh, at least a couple of high profile, top quality players that are ready to come into the side and make a difference straight away. And I think Thomas Partey has proven on the European stage that he is a good enough player uh, to get into this Arsenal side and to improve this Arsenal side, uh, most importantly. So plenty of optimism around that. I'd love, love, love to see him um, come in. Uh, But again, You know, Arsenal might be confident about getting a deal over the line, but it only takes someone with more financial muscle to come in. And then all of a sudden, that becomes a problem. So let's see how this one goes. But what I will say is for David Ornstein to say it, um, you know, it doesn't mean he's 100% right. You could never be 100% certain on these things. There's so many factors that could go wrong. But there must be a degree of confidence in and around the club that there, there is a possibility of getting this deal done and hence why it's being reported. So that's great news. Um, Great to hear of that as well. And also... Um, it looks like Henrik Mikitarian um, is going to be off on a permanent basis. Arsenal and Roma have agreed a deal to extend his stay until the end of this current season. And it looks as though a deal has been in, uh, agreed for him to stay there for next season as well, which is great news, um, not only for Arsenal Football Club, but for the player as well. And I know a lot of people don't particularly rate Henrik Mikitarian, but I do think um, he never really got a fair crack at the whip under Unai Emery, in my opinion. He played a lot of games. At the start of Emery's first season, then he was in and out. And, you know, I I, I think he can be a useful player. I think his performances in Italy have shown that. Um, but he's not the right fit for Arsenal. He was a big strain on our finances in terms of his wages. So it's the best thing for all parties. And I'm happy uh, that something has, it, it has at least or is at least close to being agreed, uh, which will take him to Rome uh, on a permanent basis um, or or beyond this season anyway. And then we can can move forward and Arsenal can start to rebuild again. There are a lot of players, aren't there, uh, in and around the club, out on loan, you know, reserve sort of players. And when I say reserve, I mean in and around the first team, but not necessarily in the boss's plans. And we need to get them off the wage bill. We need to move them on. And only when we can do that will we free up the finances that we need to then go out and do the type of business that will see us close the gap on the top four. Right, let's go over to some of your live uh, comments. Um, Let's see what we've got here. Uh, Gregor Brown asks, would you sign Depay for around 20 million? Depay's been a good player for Leon. Uh, There's no doubt about that. He's he's made a, a real good Impression over there. Um, He's one of Leon's standout players. There's no doubt about it. I'm just pulling up some of uh, Memphis Depay's stats. Now, his market value, according to transfermarket.co.uk, is 39.6 million. They have adjusted their values um, in order to stay in line with the COVID 19 crisis. But um, again, you know, there will be some room for maneuver. We don't know how the club's finances have been affected and how. Uh, you know, low they'd be willing to go as a result in terms of their price. But if you look at Memphis top high um season, he made 13 appearances in League and this season. Um he did suffer an injury, but in those 13 appearances, there's nine goals and two assists, which is which is a pretty impressive record. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, but of course, like I said, he has been out for a while um and He's not actually played for Leon since December. He suffered a cruciate ligament rupture, um, which was never a good injury. And it's the type of injury that you never know what the player is going to come back like. So if the price is right, maybe take the risk. Um, But he's had a spell in the Premier League before. It wasn't necessarily successful. I will take the point that he's grown and he's developed since then. And his confidence is probably... um, in a far better place than it was during his days at Manchester United, but I'm not entirely sure about that one. It would have to be a cut price deal for me um, and one that, that Arsenal can afford to take a, a risk on. Um, let's see what else we've got. Um, Winston says, whether it's right or wrong, fraud Raul has pissed Saliba off before he has kicked the ball. I think it's harsh, mate, to um, to point at at Raul here and say that he's made a mistake. I think Arsenal were right to loan Saliba back to St Etienne. I think Arsenal are now right to uh, dig in their heels about this as well. Because it, what what is everybody going to say if a centre-back that we're... I'm not saying he's going to be a starter every week next season, but he's obviously someone that is part of the plan. He's someone we've made a significant investment in. How can you just allow him to to go and play a game for someone Um, and take such a huge risk of getting injured when you take into account that they're not going to follow the training program that we've provided. He's going to play in a a high stakes game, having been out injured. Um, And not only that, we're going to have to pay for the pleasure. We're going to have to pay for the risk. That's what drives me mad about this. And St Etienne, had they waived the fee, I'm sure Arsenal would have been more than willing to allow him to play. They've said as much. Um, but there are a number of, uh, of, I guess, bullet points that they needed to meet here, in order to, to allow this to, ha- to happen and this situation to, um, you know, to develop in terms of Saliba playing in the cup final. And they aren't willing to do that. So if they're not willing to play ball, I don't see why Arsenal should be agreed. Though um, it may not have fallen quite right with William Saliba, but I'm sure if he's a professional, um, you know, he will understand why. Uh, that is. Uh, Also on that subject, um, Operum Fellim says, so why is Saint Etienne playing the blame game here? After all, it was Arsenal that incented the clause to pay him if he completed seven games, which shows how Arsenal are committed to his progress. Absolutely. Arsenal were going to pay two and a half million euros if he made 17 appearances, uh, 17 starts, I think it was. Um, And he would have met that had the, the season not been curtailed. So Arsenal were clearly willing to, Um, to make that investment, to see him get more game time and develop further. But equally now, the situation is very, very different and they shouldn't be demanding the money now that his contract is up. In fact, we'd be doing them a favour because the contract is done. He is an Arsenal player now. It is an Arsenal's fault that what happened has happened. And Arsenal have taken uh, a shitstorm, a financial shitstorm off the back of it as well. So let's just be fair about this and Saint-Etienne needs to stop pointing the finger and either waive the fee and accept Arsenal's training plan or just get on with it and it's done. And Arsenal are absolutely in the right here for me. Um, Omar says, I'm glad Saka is about to sign. And We've got another comment here. Saka is so intelligent and versatile. What a talent. Um, what else have we got here? Um, I'm being... There's some... Uh, there are some comments coming through as we are live that Bakayo Saka has signed and that is indeed the case. I've just checked that. Let's um, let's go over to Arsenal.com and uh, share the screen so you guys can all see that. Bear with me uh, one second. Breaking news coming through whilst we're live uh, this afternoon. Here it is. You'll be able to see on your screens if you're watching us on YouTube. Bakayo Saka signs new long term contract. Uh, the 18-year-old has been with us since the age of seven and has come through the ranks at our end Academy. He's made an impressive impact this season and has now made 34 first-team appearances since his debut in the Europa League in November 2018. Uh, head coach Mikel Arteta said, "Bukayo is a talented and intelligent young player. He has impressed me with his work ethic and attitude. Attitude to learn and adapt, and it has paid off in his performances." I'm excited to continue working with him to develop him further and for him to help us achieve our goals. There you go. Um, Great stuff. Bukayo Saka has signed that the deal is done. Uh, Breaking news whilst we were live uh, on this uh, edition of the podcast, which is excellent. And Edu has said this is something everyone involved wanted to happen and we're delighted that Bukayo has signed a new long-term contract he's making great progress and he's one of a number of young players who have developed through our academy this is so important for us as we move forward at the club everyone at Arsenal would like to congratulate Bukayo on his new contract fantastic news uh, breaking news coming to you guys um during the podcast there you go What more do you want um there you go so Bukayo Saka has signed that's fantastic stuff uh let's see what else we've got here. Um, most of the comments are around Bakayo Saka um saying thank you and and it's great that he's signed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh let's see what else we've got here. Elliot Roberts he says, Greetings from Toronto, great show. Upa Makano is seen as Arsenal's priority center back. But which center back should Arsenal go for this summer? It's really hard to answer that question, Elliot, without um without knowing what the financial situation is and and what Arsenal are able to spend in the summer. And I know there's no way of definitively knowing that because it's not something that's going to be publicised necessarily. Um, but yeah, I think it is a really, really difficult question to answer. I'd like to see Upamecano come. I've been really impressed by what I've seen of him so far. Um playing with RB Leipzig and I covered uh, quite a bit of Bundesliga uh, on live commentaries um, when the Bundesliga first resumed. So uh, I I got to see a fair bit of him, saw him in the Champions League on a few occasions as well. So yeah, um, I'd be really positive about that if Arsenal were able uh, to get a move done. Uh, Let's see what else uh, we've got here. Um, Russ says, let's not go for Thiago Silva. Of course, there are links uh, with Arsenal and the PSG, well, former PSG defender, uh, Thiago Silva. He's become a free agent and could be available. But given he's, I think, 34 years old, um, I don't necessarily think that that's the right move, given his wages uh, as well. Um, Unless Mikel Arteta is looking to fill a hole in the short term, in which case he's a very experienced player. And so on. I'm sure could add something to the team, but we've been down that route before, haven't we? And uh, I think that's probably why so many people are spectacle about spectacle skeptical um, about it right uh that brings us to the end of the stream uh, a big thank you to everyone who's tuned in and watching us live uh we're going to be back immediately after the uh norwich game this evening uh for patrons if you want to become a patron you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the chronicles of aguna and support the podcast you'll get exclusive access to my player ratings which will be with you within half an hour of the final whistle this evening and then just after that we'll be bringing you a post-match reaction video right here on the chronicles of a good youtube channel of course we'll bring you a full podcast um Tomorrow morning, where we'll be looking back at the game in detail, and I look forward to bringing you that as well. So, until then, uh, take care. Thank you for tuning in. Um, apologies, I haven't got all the uh, equipment with me and all the, the, the lovely bits and pieces that we've been adding to the show over the last uh, few months or so. But um, as I said, connectivity issues in the studio. We've got an engineer there trying to fix it, and fingers crossed, won't be too long until we're back home. So, uh, until then, take care of yourselves and uh, don't forget to like. Subscribe, share, leave a comment. You know the draw by now. Cheers.